Hey, Moving Forward listeners, a quick disclaimer before you listen to this episode, which is part of the book writing miniseries that I recorded several years ago. The books I was a co-author on are no longer in print, and I have since permanently parted ways with my former co-author. As such, I have edited these episodes, removing as many mentions of the titles as possible. I'm also adding this disclaimer to minimize any confusion. The basic information contained within is still helpful, which is why I've decided to keep them on this podcast. I also encourage you to listen to episode 388 to learn more about the reasons behind my decision. Now that we've covered that, I hope you enjoy this series and find these episodes helpful. Thank you. Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 222. Let's kick it off with part one. And over the last couple of weeks, I've been doing a lot of writing, more so than usual. And this past weekend in particular, uh, I've been working with my uh, brilliant editor, Megan Priocco, on wrapping up and doing the final edits on our uh, first book, which... uh, Knock on wood, uh, comes out Friday, April 5th, uh, and we just ordered the last proof copy. And uh, I have been I was thinking about this. Megan has just been such an asset to this process, and I, I really, I mean, she guided us from the very beginning, uh, just reading through countless numbers of drafts and doing both content and line editing and, and giving up so many Friday nights to do calls uh, to guide us through this process. And I really think that uh, having gone through this process now that editors don't get enough credit for the work that they do on books. I mean, a great editor really is a huge asset to any book project. And I, I really believe that editors help the authors take their story, find the right uh, voice and the right words to translate that to the page. And uh, it's interesting because a couple weeks ago, we were uh, putting together what they call the back matter of the book, which is the acknowledgments and the uh, author bios. And I actually offered to Megan that uh, if she wanted that she could have an editor's bio page. And she she politely declined. And uh, I think part of that is that she she just genuinely enjoyed working on the process and wasn't necessarily looking for that spotlight. But she also pointed out that she's never seen an editor's bio in a book. And come to think of it, I don't think I have either. And I actually think that's something that needs to be rectified. And uh, if not in our book, I'm hoping that uh, a book will buck that trend so that um, uh, editors do get more acknowledgement because they are a huge, huge part of the process. And and I really believe that a book, uh, the story it tells and the voice a lot of that is a tribute to the guidance of a great editor. Uh, and honestly, I mean, she's uh, Megan and has put in so many hours uh, to helping us get this book out there. So I'd love to know uh, what projects are you working on? What are the things that keep you up at night and take up your spare hours and nights, mornings, weekends? What are the big things that you're working on this week? All right, let's segue into part two. And speaking of book writing, this is going to kick off our next mini series on writing a book. And I I knew at some point I was going to talk about this as a collection of episodes, but I was actually thinking about waiting until after the book was out. But then I realized I'm in the thick of it right now. So this might be the perfect time to actually transition into talking about writing a book because I've had so many people as I've been uh Getting to the finish line with this first book, a lot of people, a lot of my friends have said, you know what, John, I I would love to write a book. It's something I've been thinking about for a long time. And I can't tell you how many times I've had this conversation over the last 
couple of months over the last year or beyond that. And I think it might be helpful if if over the next couple of uh, months I break down exactly what the process was and uh, working with an editor and all of that good stuff. What are the writing tools? But before we get into the tactics and strategies, I'd like to start with something basic. A question or statement that I get a lot is, I'd love to write a book, but I don't know what to write about. And I want to start off with this quote. It's it's one that I came across from Seth Godin. I think it's really powerful. And he says, writing a book is a tremendous experience. It clarifies your thinking. It builds credibility. It is a living engine of marketing and idea spreading, working every day to deliver your message with authority. And I think this, this, is, this quote encapsulates for a lot of people why writing a book is one of their big goals. But you may have read this statistic that I think 80% or more want to write a book in their lifetime. Very few actually get to the uh, stage where they actually put that th- their thoughts to paper. Very few people who start actually finish a book. And out of those who finish, very, very few publish, whether through a traditional publisher or self-publish. So why is this that uh, there's so much there's so many hurdles and there's this disconnect between the desire and the execution. And we'll talk about this, but let's start with a basic one and an intimidating one. Uh, What do you write about? If you want to write a book, what should I write about? And it's interesting because looking back on my own journey, I've had a lot of people tell me, John, you need to write a book. And I think you should write a book about public speaking or podcasting. And more recently, uh, it's been suggested that I write a book about Poshmark because that's what I covered uh, over the last three months. And those are all books that I may write about, you know, or write uh, at some point. But it's interesting. I, I was thinking about all along over the past uh, several years or so that the one book that I would have loved to have written, but I wasn't sure I could, was about my journey as an actor. Uh, And from 2004 through early 2007, uh, I was an actor, and in particular, I was involved in a Star Trek fan film. And it was an amazing, amazing experience. I worked with fans from all over the world, as well as Hollywood professionals. It helped open up doors. It also forged some incredible friendships. And I didn't think I could write this book because uh, I didn't keep a journal back then. And it also seemed like too daunting of a challenge. And it happened a long time ago. But then I realized, and uh, I'll dig a little more into this in future episodes, that uh, actually this was the perfect book to start out with because I've been telling and retelling these same stories from those days over and over. And I get questions all the time about my acting days and in particular acting in a Star Trek fan film. And as I'll talk about in a future episode, I wrote an article for Cracked, and that really whetted my appetite to tell the fuller story because there's only so much you can tell in a one uh, art in one article. And it it took some conversations, but uh, we realized, you know what? There's a story to tell, and uh, this is the this is actually the the first book. Now I will qualify. This is technically my second book. My first book, uh, as I joke, had more pictures and words. That was a coloring book. I'm going to uh, put that one aside for now, and I believe that's a whole separate topic. You know, uh, if you want to launch a coloring book, but writing uh, a book with a lot of words, this is uh, this is I'm going to break down kind of the process that we went into for that. So, for today, your homework is think about not just what you're good at, not just the topics that are obvious to you, 
But think about what do you enjoy talking about? In fact, what do you talk about with your friends, your family, your loved ones, uh, people that you meet? What is the one thing that you talk about over and over that you could talk about for hours on end and never get sick of and tired of talking about it? Think about that. Write those ideas down because essentially what you've been doing is talking out your first draft. If you want the write-up for this episode, it's at bemovingforward.com. All right, let's segue into part three. Speaking of books, this is all very seamless. Uh, Rich People Problems by Kevin Kwan. It is the third book in the uh, Crazy Rich Asians trilogy. I talked about uh, the second book, uh, I believe, uh, back in January. And I read uh, the first two books uh, last fall, really enjoyed them both. I went into this, though, with tempered expectations, mostly because... Uh, part threes of trilogies usually are a little bit of a letdown, and a lot of times um, it, it'll feel like a retread of material we've already seen. But I was really impressed with this book. Kevin Kwan actually expands the lore. He digs very deep into the uh, the history of the families that were that are uh, the central characters from the first two books, and really, really provides some very, very uh, interesting historical context to the stories behind the dynasties that are covered in the first two books, while at the same time also uh, keeping the self-referential humor about the mega-rich uh, families that are uh, that are these characters. Uh, I highly, highly enjoyed it. I thought it was a very satisfying conclusion. I give it four stars. I recommend the entire trilogy. So uh, if you want, I'll be, uh, if you want to check out the write-up, bemovingforward.com. I'll be back next week with a another book recommendation. Have a great week. And remember, always be moving forward.